Hey everybody, it's Paul here. Uh, before we start the show, I have to let you know that we had uh, technical issues with this episode. Uh, there are problems with the audio levels so that uh, in the segments when Kirk and I watch the clips, it's going to be hard to hear us uh, speaking while the clips are playing. If you don't want to listen to the episode because it's uh, too hard to hear us, Go ahead and skip it. Sorry about that, but I thought it would be better to put out the episode as it is rather than scrap it all together. So uh, there's still some entertainment to be had. Apologies for the snafu. Now here's the show. It's music. It's a reggae. It's music reggae. Music reggae. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk. Yeah. Dispensing with the whole scripted intro. Listen, you know us. It's been five years. You were all family. This is episode number 108. We're just going by Kirk and Paul and we're just chilling. Yeah. If you don't know what the show is, go listen to an old episode. You'll figure it out and uh, we'll... But you'll, you're going to listen to my intro that I've done 108 times. And now we're now we're trying new things. Yeah, moving on. Mm-hmm. Getting lazy. <laughs> no uh, one's paying us. No one is paying us. We're getting we're getting uh, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting we're ca- we're cash guys. Yeah. We're cash. Speaking of cash, and is that <laughs> that is a good segue. Yes. What's the topic to, for this episode? It is Seattle parenthetical no grunge. No grunge. No grunge. Not that not well, I was going to say not that we have a problem with grunge. No, I don't. You don't like grunge. I like grunge just fine. I don't I don't loathe grunge like I loathe, like, The Dead or Floyd. Sure. We both loathe Pearl Jam. Yes. But that's different from loathing grunge. Yes. I don't hate grunge since I was, like, the perfect age for it because I was, like, early 20s. I I feel like I was steeped in it and had all my friends who were into it. Yeah. So I feel like I lived it, but still, even to this day, if I hear grunge, I'm not that nostalgic. Like, aww. Yeah. So, uh, Seattle no grunge. Yeah, we, we thought it would be a fun exercise yeah. to make the city of Seattle our topic without leaning on the obvious examples. And I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. I don't like a lot of music coming out of Seattle. <laughs> I feel like you tricked me. And we'll talk about that later <laughs> in the episode. Did I rope it Because this was your, this was... This was my idea. Your pitch. Yes. And when you sent me your videos, I said, oh, I see what he's doing. What am I doing? They're all from Seattle? Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when we get when we get to it. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was fun. Uh, Seattle's a city. Fucking love. I've never been. Oh, uh, yeah. you'd love them. Just I have, based I have on friends, weather I have alone. friends who live there or have lived yep. there. I really think it sounds like Providence West. I could see that. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of people I knew in Providence, I knew like two or three people who had lived in Portland and were like, Providence is like Portland. Oh, okay. Because um, Providence had that sort of hipster vibe yeah. to a lot of it. And Seattle is like that. Definitely. I think I would be happy there. I think you'd be happy there just yeah. like weather alone. Yeah, raining all the time. Yeah, it'd be ecstatic. But it's even worse to live there than in California in terms of when the big one hits and the whole state falls into the ocean. Yeah, you're doomed. Like, yeah, it's it's the whole West Coast and, and apparently even worse in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. So it's like, if I'm going to leave this place, I'm not walking into another, you know, earthquake central. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Something where there's minus the earthquakes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I had some fun with this. I did not have trouble picking out artists, really. I 
when I looked, I would just go either, oh, that feels grunge adjacent. Yeah. And then others, I was just like, no, because for me, there's not a ton of R&B out of there. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton. Listen, I wasn't going to put Quincy Jones on because we did Quincy Jones. Sure. So I was like, well, I can't play Quincy Jones on. Um, and there's not a ton of hip hop out there. I mean, there's some, obviously. We'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, overall, I was like, oh, I'm going to do these and, and these I like. Yeah, I went Three, really I like. opposite of grunge where I've got one children's artist and one band that includes a child in it. So it's real it's real uh candy colored some of my stuff. Are these artists that you had heard of before you just kind of Yes. Just, oh wow, interesting. Yes, I didn't have to find anybody okay. who I'd never heard of. Yeah. I'll just start it with uh the first band. This is a band I've liked for like 10 or 12 years a friend of mine who lived in Seattle at the time knew the lead singer and mm-hmm. turned me on to them and and they were on Hardly Art which was sort of like the small uh, sub-label of Sub Pop. Oh, And now I think they're just... You don't know Sub Pop? Or you no, I know. I know. I don't know hardly hard. Yeah. That's a they're great on name. Sub Pop now. Okay. They're called Taco Cat. Which, why? I, I, I'm sure that's a name that... I don't know why that sounds familiar, but I'm sure... It's a palindrome. That's right. Yeah. So there's uh, a lot of internet memes yes. about like Taco Cat. Is yeah. a, it's a little uh, corny. They're great. I saw them live... At this tiny space that probably doesn't exist anymore that's just down the street here in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And they were awesome. They're so much fun. Uh, and I had trouble picking a song, but I just went with this one because it's catchy and it's got the funnest video. Oh, cool. And it's called uh, Crimson Wave. And it's a song about getting your period. That's what I figured. Which is the second uh, menstruation song yeah. we've ever done on the show. And I should cut it out. Because I'm burning off all these songs, and then we won't be able to do our big menstruation episode. You're really you're you're cutting us off at the at the knees here yeah. because I mean, I mean I've got my menstruation I songs have, all dialed. I'm going to start saving them up. Yeah, you really can't do anymore. Uh, but this is just a fun pop rock song. Would you consider this one of their bigger songs? I mean, I, they've never gotten big. Yes, but in their world, though, it was a single yeah. off of their. Uh, Album there was a video for it, so that counts. They made a video. Right. This is already very cool. Yeah. Oh, I like it. That's funny. 
Yes. But yet it's still like I get that. There, I was just like, yeah, super sad. It felt like the video for it. Yeah. This feels very sad. Yeah, that was that was cute. Yeah, just pop music. That was good. Yeah, I mean, you said it two notes in, like, oh, this is very Paul. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna do this next one too. uh, To try to get even more babyish. That's this another great name for a band. This it's not a band. It's not a band. It's a man. Oh, Casper Baby Pants. Have you ever heard of Casper Baby Pants? (laughs) No, that's hysterical. There's there's some there's some uh, explanation for this. So I was looking at uh, one of my old close friends' uh, Instagram stories mm-hmm. within like the last year or so, and she has a three-year-old kid, and she had just shot like a little video at home of mm-hmm. her son like dancing to some children's music, and I was watching. And I'm like, God, that children's music musician sounds a lot like the guy from the Presidents of the United States of America. No. So I Googled, I knew his name because I was a huge yeah, fan of the, of the Presidents it. of the United States of America when I was a tween. Mm-hmm. So I Googled Chris Ballou children's music. And yes, he is now Casper Baby Pants. Is this this like, this is his stage of music. his career? This is yes. where he's moved on? That's Which amazing. makes total sense because the, pre- the line between alternative rock and children's music yeah. was never thinner than when the presidents of the United States of America were making hits. Yeah. Like Lump and Peaches and all that stuff. Cleveland Rocks. Yeah, that's right. They did that oh, cover. It's a great cover. Yeah, I listened to the shit out of their first album. It had songs about like bugs and things. Yeah. So it was always a half a step away from this. Definitely. And I was like, that sounds cool. So, so for this, I was like, let me see what video I can find. We've watched videos in the past that were in studio sessions at KEXP, which is yes. in Seattle. Yes. He's from Seattle. The presidents of the United States of America were Seattle band. And he did a KEXP session where he's doing some children's songs. And for it, they brought some kids in mm-hmm. into the room, you know, because yeah. it's yeah, meant to be performed to. in front yeah. of kids. So this is Casper uh, Baby Pants, who is the lead singer of the presidents That's of the United hysterical. States of America. hysterical. Doing a little song called The Frogs. What year is this? This is the past couple of years. Wow. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's cute. It's it's children's music for my generation where it's like, okay, I can kind of listen to the president. Like, yeah. If I have to play children's music for my kids, it's, this is not annoying as yeah, shit. Yeah, it's not cloying and, and money yeah. tear your hair out. You got another song for us? Yeah, I'll do another song. Okay, this one, you guys stand up, everybody, and stand up out there in Radio Land. This okay. is a song about hopping. All it's right. It's called The Frogs. Wow. There's three parts. Oh, the my God, part, it is him. Very tiny, very tiny. The second part, you hop regular. And then the third part, you hop so high that you hit your head on the ceiling. All right. Very, okay, so let's see if we can do it. Here we go. So start out tiny. back memories. Younger days. That's it. Little bits. The frogs. <laughs> sis, a wish, a sis, a wish. Bibu, ba. 
and the, these tiny little kids. Are just let's go, of, frogs. They're like, okay, teaching them to poke. They're bigger, yeah. Bigger. Really is. Well, the frog said, "Let's go." That one girl already gets it. Yeah. The other frog said, "Let's go." This is not that different. Under the from sun the and over no, the like peaches is really yeah. close to this. Watch those yeah. frogs. Okay, jump really big. Watch them leap over here, leap over there, wow. leap to the barn, leap to the fair, leap in the like, I love that. For him. Leap to you know, I love that too. He's like, you know what? I had a rock thing. I did it. I was part of the nineties, and now I do this. That is great. They might be they giants did a thing too, where they yeah. put out a kid's album. Oh, well, my kids songs. played the yeah. shit out of it. And their stuff too was always sort of, yeah. they hop sort of hop that. Anyway. Oh, yeah. They, there's uh, nine bowls of soup that's burned yeah. in my brain. The frogs, after tiny hops. Sis, a wish. He looks the same because he looked like that in the 90s. Yeah, he was already they, bald. Yeah, yeah. Wow. he looked like an old guy. Let's go, frogs. Okay, guys, hop a little bit bigger. All right, come on, guys. Well, the frog said, let's go. The other frog said, let's go. Under and, like, the sun, I, I over like a good children's music. I was raised on Raffi. Yeah. Yeah. Watch those frogs. Okay, jump really big. Yeah. Watch them leap over here. Leap I mean, uh, leap to the barn, leap to the fair. Children's music has come along. Yeah, where they're like, let's have it for the parents too, so it's not. Just That's the thing; it does make me feel old. Where it's like, I don't have kids, but I would be like, I would give them this and be like, you know, Daddy used to listen to this guy's band back in the nineties. This is perfect for kids. Don't ever yeah. stop. Oh yeah, it's fun to get you to move around. Away, away, it's not away. No, you can break hooks. Away, away, away. I like how there's like some kids are like, hell yeah, this is my jam. And others are like, what's happening? Yeah, that's, that seems that's for the very much kids. Yeah. I know he's jumping. Good for him. Yeah. Try to hop with me at the same time out there in the radio land. Here we go. Ready? Hop. There you go, hop. kids. Come on, kids. Stand hop. up. Do it. Last time. Ready, everybody? Together. No, I'm, One, I'm, two, you know me. I'm, three, I support the non-participators. Yeah. non-participators. You can like, just like, I just want to hear the music. Don't make me do a whole I thing. I just want to get lost in your I used artistry. to hop in yeah, his shows. I'm not part of the thing. I, I don't want to be in the mosh pit. Discover yeah, right. new music. Just let at me do me. Yeah. <laughs> Casper Baby so, Pants. So, yeah, I was, uh, That's you know, hysterical. rather than do presidents, it's like, we all know Peaches. We yeah. don't need to watch the video for Peaches again. No, that is far more interesting. I wanted to. I was so thrilled when I found out he is now Casper baby. Pants. That's amazing. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. Okay, so now <laughs> let's change course. Yeah, quite a bit. Fuck yeah. Let's talk about Seattle hip hop. Well, then we're just going to talk about Mr. Sir Mix a lot. Oh, is there, what about you? Couldn't find another Seattle rapper. I literally could not. I don't think there is. One. I could not. <laughs> not a lot. I could of, not. Not a lot of rappers. Not a lot of Seattle, Seattle rappers. But I mean, iconically, there is now, and I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Yeah. So. But and I didn't know Sir Mix a Lot was from Seattle till a couple of years ago. Oh, I, like, I feel oh, like shit. I've known that since '92. No idea. Yeah. And this is this is interesting. This is. Listen, we're not going to do Baby Got Back. No, we're going to do my favorite Sir Mix yeah, Lot song. Put him on the glass. <laughs> but look, Baby Got Back was always. Uh, I, I'm looking for a word other than cheeky. It was not. It was always. It was like not sexy. It was about sex, no, but it was yeah. lighthearted and fun and not quite family fun. friendly. Body positive. Yeah, body positive yep. for sure, but it was always just fun. Yes. And not nasty. No, not at all. This is nasty. This is way nasty. Yeah. Yeah, and it even sounds nasty. And it's funny because I <laughs> knew of him, and I wasn't going to play this song. 
And yeah. one of his first hits was My Posse's on Broadway. I think we've done that before. I might have mentioned that before yeah. where the, the hook is My Posse's on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> and then Baby Got Back came out, which was like ridiculous. Yeah. I just saw a thing not too long ago on, on social media where like he's made millions upon millions from oh. Baby Got Back. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest one hit wonders ever. Yeah, ever. Like he's feasting off that song. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is like from the follow-up album. Like right. this is like 94, maybe, 95. Yeah. And this is put him on the glass, and it's way raunchy, very like uh uh two live crew-ish. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's nasty the way that two live well, I don't know, they're nasty. They're nastier, but it's in the vein. The interesting thing about this is that the video has Full on topless bikini yeah. girls in it, and I remember seeing the video on TV. Me too. When I was a kid, but it had to have been an edited version. Yeah, because yeah. I remember seeing it only like once. Yeah, and I never heard this song on the radio. Never. But for me, at like twelve, even an edited version of this video was pretty hot. Yeah. So it was sort of burned into my brain, and also the song's ridiculous. The sentiment for anyone listening who doesn't. No, what put him in, on the glass into means. it yes it's a song about he's like he's driving yes and encouraging women to press their titties into the windows of yes. their car so you can look at that's their, the m in the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the m that's the yeah. m put him on the glass put him on the glass so he can see them titties which is a hilarious hilarious but also like not a thing not sexy like that wasn't a, a phrase it, like to no. put them on the glass no and it didn't become a thing right. either no, it's completely invented and did not become a fad. Yeah, this didn't it's become like, no diggity. Right, it's like mooning, yes. but but with titties. Yes. Yeah. And also, every time I see it, I go, you know, it's not that sexy. No, <laughs> it's, it's just, just a breast. weird thing. It's weird. That Sir Mix-a-Lot tried to follow yes. up Baby Got Back With, and he was like, well, we already did ass. So what's next? <laughs> I guess we'll do titties. Put them on the glass. Yeah. Which and so so I, years later, was like, you know, I saw that video once yeah. in 1993. Let me look for it on YouTube. And then I watched it on YouTube and I was, and it was has full on yeah. topless nudity. And I was like, where did they show this version? Maybe the box. I didn't see that. Maybe yeah, like the, the box and stuff yeah. like that. Funny enough. The album that this song, I can't remember the single, but there's a single off of this album that was nominated for a Grammy. What? Yeah. It lost out to, I can't remember who from the 90s. No, my shock oh, is... lost out to Dre. My shock is that a song from that album was nominated for a Grammy and it's not put them on the glass. <laughs> why, why was it? It's a crime. Yeah. The Grammys got it wrong. I'm telling you, I saw the video once and that was the only time I heard the song. But for years after, I would still think about it. Just be like, put him on the glass. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It just, Same. It stuck in my brain so much. I've, but it was so not a I've hit. I've never heard this on the radio. <laughs> no. No. But it's great. And every once in a while, I still watch the video. Because it's so... It's so dumb. Cheesy and yeah. dumb. And it's like, we we get what you were trying to do, sir. But, <laughs> but maybe not. not no. <laughs> yeah. I like the beat a lot. But him behind the wheel with his front coat. Yes. And just, you know. And then sports cars and then like dancers, uh, big rest of dancers. We're going to wash the car and put them on the glass. Also, if this was filmed in Seattle, you're like, fuck their cold. 
It could have been still. That was summer. It looks. It looks wet. It looks like Seattle. It's very yes. green and overcast. Yes, it's green overcast. At most, it was muggy. Yeah. But yeah, there's a girl leaning out the window. No titties yet. There they are. That's not safe either. No, it's very, very uh, dangerous. She put them on the glass. She put them on the glass. Yeah, like, so they show them, and you're like, this is stupid. It just looks awful. Yeah. And I think it's such a misfire. Yeah, uncomfortable. And, well, I don't go that far. I no, I think it's uncomfortable to do that. To do that. Yeah, and it's not sexy. Yeah. But it's also like, you didn't understand your own hit. Yes. Like, that was a song that was like, it wasn't nasty, it was naughty. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I could listen to that with my parents in the car and not be embarrassed. Exactly. Even though it's a song about bugs. Yes. This is not, this is, like you said, now you're going into two live pre-controls. Yeah, so, you, you don't need to go there. Yeah. yeah. You have to know it's not going to be a massive hit, man. You can do it. I mean, it's like, also, these women are terrible <laughs> so I've watched cars for a living. They're terrible. They're not great at dancing either. No, they're not great at dancing either. But that's not why they were hired. No, they're hired for completely different reasons. Yeah. It's funny, because this was like 94 and something in Chicago. Yeah. And we all were aware of this video. Yeah. And it became a kind of a trope amongst the friends in our theater group. Where if you had a question about how to do something, the answer would be, we'll just put them on the glass. Put them on the glass. Like, how are we going to do this seat change? We'll just put them on the glass. <laughs> That's like the office, the shove it up the butt. Yes. Yes. But yeah. you were way ahead of them. Yeah, put them on the glass. Yeah, every question the answer was put them on the glass. <laughs> It's, it's a weird song, and then I keep forgetting. Oh yeah, so much less from Seattle. Yeah, lungs, I forgot that it calls them lungs. Oh my god, man, you just. Also, also, yeah, like Baby Got Back. That video had money. It was a well-constructed, well-done and for an artist, definitely. This looks like. Almost like this came before Baby Got Back. Because Baby Got Back said, okay, I got more money, I figured it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's, it's also not as good as that. No. But I do, like, I would never put this on a big tape. No. But it is fun to look it up every once in a while. It's funny to reference it. Yeah, and it's, it makes me laugh. I mean, he's not, he's self-aware. I don't think he no, thinks I think anyone's he get, taking this serious. Yeah, I think he gets that, he's, that this is sick. But he couldn't have thought this would be as big a hit. I don't know. Or I mean, have a good follow-up. This was the follow-up, which is off this next album. So yeah, but you can't, you can't show titties in the music no. video, and without that, it's just another rap video with bikini girls yes. washing cars. And you're like, okay, who cares? Yeah, who cares? I don't need to put them on the glass. <laughs> put, Again, put um. If you put um on the glass, yeah, the car will not get clean. The car will get smudged. Yeah. So don't put them on the glass when you're washing my car. Right. Clean my car, please. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just bugs me. Bugs me. But I'm so glad that you picked this to represent Sir Mix a Lot for our Seattle. <laughs> we episode. represent Seattle hip hop with yeah. Sir Mix a Lot. Put them on we, the glass. We weren't going to watch Baby Got Back. No, we couldn't watch it. <laughs> okay. Uh, there are those bands that are one hit wonders mm-hmm. where you listen to the rest of their music and you're like, yeah, you were destined to be a one-hit wonder because mm-hmm. the rest of this is super forgettable. And then there are those bands 
like not a surf who I've talked a lot yes, about who are yes. like one hit wonders and then it's so unfair because they're so much better than just their one hit yes. wonder. Harvey Danger is a band like that. I me. feel like I know this name. You know this yeah. name and you know this song. Okay. Flagpole Sitta. I feel like I bet you, you once I definitely hear that, know it. Once dude. I know I hear it. And we're just gonna watch a video of them doing Flagpole Sitta because there aren't any other videos to watch of them. Is <laughs> it their one thing? Right. Okay. It's just their one hit wonder. But that whole album that it's on from nineteen ninety eight is just all killer no film. It's very 90s rock, and you probably won't like it, Mm -hmm. but I thought they were great. They've Mm -hmm. broken up since. The bass player died of cancer a couple years ago. I remember being very sad about that. Mm -hmm. But they did have a moment in 1998. And also, like, the song's in American Pie, so it's got that Oh, that's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I always thought they deserved more. Mm -hmm. And the other, like, we're going to watch a video of them doing the song on Late Night with Conan Mm O'Brien from the time, you know, promoting it. And I think, I genuinely think this version is better. This performance is better than the studio version. Which to me is always another huge indicator that a band is actually good. Yeah. Because I don't like, I don't like going to shows. I don't like live music in general. Mm -hmm. I never liked live albums. It's always like, oh, cool, two discs of worse versions. Yeah, I don't need to hear live stuff. Yeah, Never been into it. But I, I think this is genuinely... Did they change it up for Conan, or is it just the live version of the It's just version? the live version, mm-hmm. and I think the lead singer's a good performer. Okay. And it's it's super like late 90s alternative rock, mm-hmm. so it's probably not up your alley. But I know it. I should you know it. fucking okay. know it, yeah. Everybody knows this song. Are you kidding me? Oh, I said Conan, it's Letterman. Okay. Yeah. 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 Same difference. You get that, uh, you get that Bobby Ray Hall and free beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so pretty good deal. Too. No, because I uh, didn't our watch next the rest guests of the are making their network television shame. debut. Yeah. This is uh, their CD. It's called "Where Have All CD. the Merrymakers Gone?" Please welcome Remember CD. Harvey yes. Danger. Oh, God, so cool. oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know this. Yeah, I don't hate this. Is now very nostalgic. I didn't hate this when it came out. Yeah. yeah, this is a pretty good song. Oh, I always love this song. This is, a good song. This is so fucking nineties. Yeah. They are so fucking nineties. Like, as fastball is to jam. Yeah, I have hardly made. Yes, I see it. I just have to get them to do a concert if I have That's all you gotta do. Maybe they might. We should have Chad on the show to talk about that. Yeah. That's actually, I mean, it's one of his proudest moments in that one. This is a good song. This, I forgot this is on American Pie. It's very much an American Pie. Yes, it song. really is. But next to a bunch of like shitty Blink 182 and yes. pop punk. But this isn't that. This is really good. Just the, the vibe of this song. Yeah. 1998 on David Letterman is really it's Tiffany's Yeah, very this is just high school yeah wow great lyrics to the song too yes and also you can tell they're like they're good musicians because none of them are good <laughs> yes they're and they're not that old measuring stick yes <laughs> they're also like into their music they're not like going yeah. crazy with this stage right they're just playing they all look like dweebs which means yes. Either they love music and or they're talented. 
Yes. The drummer is thought about this song this summer I was 15 years old oh my god yeah. Yeah, that's right that's like 27 yeah so you know this is just in my brain yeah and you're like hard to gain this you're going to be around forever yeah I've been <laughs> oh, the next thing going to be huge oh the drummer got off his stool and he's not in front see now that's good I like that at the very least he's like they're going to be the next loser yeah uh, this was a hit. I don't. I could not even think of another song. I mean, there are other songs on the album that I like better, but I tried to find videos for. But it was always like live shows where just someone in the audience looks at some of the So obviously, way better than Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, absolutely. And you think you like it more than like me? Yes. Okay. And I like me. Yeah. Harvey Danger to me was always just one of those bands that like, man, they should have been dead. It's like around the same time, I I, I was one of them to like semi-sonic. Not the sound. Also great. Great band that should have had more hits. Yeah. Yeah. But like, both bands just sort of got buried in a scene of other kind of similar, like, mediocre. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, because this is a little different than that. Yeah, there's different Do you like them as much or more than Presidents of the United States of America? I think, I mean, the Presidents of the United States of America are a little childish. Mm, I get you. Um, yeah. It's, so that's all nostalgia for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, they have songs about like bugs and, yeah. and critters and peaches and things and it's... I liked them when I was 11, and I think they're a great band for an 11-year-old who's just getting into rock music. Yeah, you know what I mean. That makes sense. But I couldn't pick it up now and be like, "Yeah, this is great." But I can listen to it for nostalgia. Mm -hmm. I think Harvey Danger is just a good band. They're a good band. Good name. I had no idea this name. This song was called Flying Pulsita. Yeah, I think I thought it was I'm Not Well. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that worked against them too. Maybe could be because you're like you need a you need the you need the title to fit. like this is one of the most recognizable one hit wonders oh, of yeah. the '90s. But you didn't know their name or the no. name of the song, and that's a problem. But I heard it as soon as it was yeah. on. I was like, oh shit, I know this song. Yeah, yeah. everybody does. Yeah, it's great. And they're from Seattle. And they're from so Seattle. so I, I just had to put them in there. Yeah, that works. I like that. Uh, so. The next song oh. is one of the <laughs> fuck yeah. Is, the this where, is this where you have a problem with my selections? You, you this touched... isn't what I was talking about, but I absolutely have a fucking problem with your selection because no. this is a great band. Yeah, but of course you had to pick one of their fucking eighties songs. Why? Because Heart eighties <laughs> is better than Heart seventies. That's fucking ridiculous. They made more money. People like them more. So ridiculous. You're gonna tell me that. Uh, which song are we are we doing? We're gonna hear fucking. I almost put these dreams because that's their best song. <laughs> but I was like, nah, I don't want to put these dreams. I'm gonna do never, which is listen. Some of their '80s stuff I do not like. All I yeah. want to do is make love to you. Now that song sucks. Yeah. But never is a good pop song. Uh, okay. I'm talking a little bit of shit because I don't actually know never. You'll recognize because maybe you'll recognize because it was like it's still big today. But to me, just out of hand, like. Heart's attempt at hair music in the 80s 
being better than not that like Barracuda and Magic Man are all time favorites for me. They're great songs. Love but them. but the idea that the '80s version of Heart is better is just uh, sacrilege. I'm gonna as we play the song, I'm gonna plead my case why. Okay, I'm I'm going into this with an open heart. Yeah, because I don't open mind. <laughs> I see what that you did was, there. I wasn't trying to no pun intended. I'm I don't think I know the song. I'm willing to like it. Yeah, but I do remember seeing videos that Heart made in the '80s and being like, "What the yeah. fuck?" I I can understand. <laughs> I will uh, save it. I want to hear if you know the song. <laughs> Not right away. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like a poor man's Patty's Method scandal. Oh, how dare you? Not like them. This is the worst version of the warrior. This is the song. These are the songs of like Mike. And at the time, I didn't like, like these are amazing. I was like, oh, that's good. Come on, ready? Also didn't realize they're from Seattle, so... They had no idea. Yeah. See if you know that. I've never heard this before in my life. I like it. Oh, I like it. Pop rock. Let's see if you hear the... The hug. Maybe the hug. You love that scent. That scent, man. So, no, you don't know this. No. Okay, no. But you know, like, these dreams. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I was expecting more power ballad. Okay. Yeah. They're, Just oh. based on the screen, they look fucking ridiculous. No, they look... Okay, stop here's it. Where, here's where... Here's where... Here's where I choose my game. Yeah. I watched this, and then I watched videos from them in the 70s. So yeah. I watched Barracuda, uh-huh. I watched Magic Man, and watched Crazy Man. Crazy. I'm a big Barracuda fan. I love Magic Man. Those are guys. fucking great. Crazy Man too. They look just as fucking ridiculous as the No, they look fucking... Look at it. They're, they look like frog hippies. They look fucking dumb. They look no better than what this is now. They look very of the time. I mean, yeah. You're, you're right about that, and I sort of don't have a leg to stand on in that sense. But a little bit, it's... Like, I mean... Music is all artifice, it's all trends, it's all poser. And that's what they were doing in the 70s. Yes. They were doing pop in the 70s, then they were doing pop in the 70s. And that's why I admit I'm a hypocrite, but it's just like, it's too obvious that they used to be one way, and now they're this way. See, I maintain that they are, they're the same. They are a pop rock in the 70s, music changes, they're pop rock in the 80s. It's not like they were like a blues country band that all of a sudden was like, you know what, let's some synthesizer in. They were a pop rock band in the 70s yeah, and they looked it. It's not good enough for, to, for me to say it, 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 I can support that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, I don't know what you mean. Like when the Rolling Stones went disco on some girls and it's like, yeah, but it's good. So I can't mock them. But you like this. You just said you like this. I like it. Yeah. I like it fine. It's a real... First of all, Stones disco suck balls. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. They can't fucking do disco for shit. Well, I'm not saying it's good disco, but it is good. But they're saying the same thing here. I'm not saying that this is good. You, for, you like this. You said it. It's a it's a C plus. It gets a passing grade. You giving Rolling Stones disco a bigger grade than this? This is a song that would play 
something wrong when I'm doing something else and I don't even, it doesn't even register. I don't even realize I'm Well, sure, now, but at the time, no. That's the thing. It's not bad. It's, no, no, it's no. not bad. I just want to make fun of Hart for doing their hair that way. I understand. <laughs> I understand because they lean heavy into the 80s. Yeah. But if you look at their 70s shit, if you look in the top of my... Uh, like it's a better look. It's a better look. It's not a better look. It's the same exact look, just at a different time period. But you don't want to admit it because the '80s they were a little more open about it, and they also made more money. Because they made more money, they're better. The music's not as good. Eh, it's just as good. I, I mean, say it's equally well, good. I don't even. Th- I don't know why we're arguing because I think we fundamentally agree. Like, heart's fine. Heart's great. I like heart. I I don't like the argument of not. And I'm, I'm not saying that you yeah. gave this. The universal argument, like, oh, 80s heart, they sold out. They used to be so hard. It like, is no, a sellout. But, they did but they sell were out. Never, they had sold out from the beginning. You're right. They never had, like, so much musical integrity yeah. to begin with. Yeah. That I'm not mad at them for selling out. But I, I think I can honestly say, if they had never had a career in the 70s, and they, and they started with their 80s stuff, mm-hmm. and that was, like, their debut stuff, yeah. I would not count heart. Like, I would not like Heart as much as I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they're fine. They're yeah. cool. Uh, they're both hot. Very talented. I want to try to connect it to the theme because they're from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Is Cameron Crowe from Seattle? Yes. He is? Yes. Okay, because I know he used to be married to Nancy. Yes. And, of course, he directed singles. Yes. So that made me wonder if he's from there. Yes, I and do he believe is. he is. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So it all works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm super glad you included Hart. They definitely deserve to be in the episode. As soon as I saw it, I was like, wait, they're from Seattle? What? But, but if you if you hadn't already sent me your pick, mm-hmm. I probably would have included them, and I definitely wouldn't have gone 80s. You would have gone like, It's the Kirk choice. You have yeah. to admit it's the Kirk choice. It's the Kirk choice. Yeah. But I can support it and say definitively that 70s Hart, same as 80s Hart. Same. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I'll give you that. Yeah, I personally like their look and style. And I get songs it. Songs better yep. in the seventies. Yeah. What's your favorite heart song? If you have to pick one, <laughs> these dreams. It is okay. That's but that's nostalgia. That's like right. that's your, I'm yeah. like sixteen and starting to date yeah. and shit like that. Um, but then it would probably be Barracuda. Fuck. Barracuda has to take it. I would say Magic Man, but it has that long fucking. Yeah, break in the middle. You can cut that shit. And you, know, I don't know the running time of the song, but it's got to be over yeah. five minutes, and so it's disqualified. I would probably say Barracuda, and then these dreams. Yeah, Magic Man also gets points for its inclusion in Swingers, but, which. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Which is a great version. But again, and then we can get off heart. But people who are like, oh, seventy start. People know like three, maybe four songs. Uh, okay, I'll I'll give you this. I think this will make you happy. Yeah. 70s heart is overrated and 80s heart is underrated. Fair enough. I'll I'll, I'll give you it. that. Yeah, I'll get okay. you that. Nope, that we've come to a conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just that when you sent me your picks for the episode and I saw this, I was like, well, of fucking course. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but now you've learned, you've come to the to the side of the righteous. Yeah. And and we're here. Welcome. <laughs> we are, we in 80s heart welcome everybody. Sure. Yes. Uh, this, you're gonna, you're probably gonna hate this next thing. This is from Conan O'Brien. Oh, okay. This is a band that was on Conan several times in the early 2000s. 
when I was in college and mm-hmm. watched Late Night with Conan O'Brien every single night. You were a huge, very devoted. Fan. It's like the the main thing I did in college. Yeah. Way ahead of going to class. <laughs> yeah. Maybe behind the blogging on LiveJournal. Mm. Wow. But blogging on LiveJournal actually started my career. So mm, that's yeah. fine. Watching Conan every night got me nowhere. But I enjoyed the mm. shit out of it. Yeah. And I love it to this day. This is a band called the Trachtenberg Family Slideshow Players. Is that their official name? Yes. That's great. I love that. They really are the Trachtenberg Family. Mm. It's a mother and father... Uh, and their nine-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Jason, the father, plays keys and sings. Rachel, the daughter, plays drums. Mm-hmm. The mom, whose name I don't remember, is on the slide projector. And what they do is they what? go they go to estate sales and buy people's old vintage vintage. Uh, photos on oh, slides. Oh, that's cool. Then Jason writes songs based on the photos. And then, so they show the photos while they perform the songs. Listen, and it's very twee. I like this idea. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to like the music. This is very like, this feels very like uh, Brooklyn hipster now. Or, yeah, yeah it's like now. that, but it's Seattle, so it's yeah. even more hipster than yeah. Brooklyn. You know Definitely. what I mean? Uh, and I think Rachel Trachtenberg, now she's got to be in her 20s or maybe yeah. even fucking, she's 40 years old, who knows. But <laughs> she's still a musician, I think. Oh, cool. Um, but this is this is uh, just one of the times they were on Conan that I saw them. And obviously I was like, I oh, love this that, is the best I love that they were on Conan multiple times. It's yeah. very Conan. Yeah. They, this is them doing a song called Look At Me. And I wish the video and audio were better, but this is the best we're going to get. My next guests are a uh, unique family act who purchase vintage slides from random estate sales and thrift shops and make up songs about the people in them. That's right. They're performing on January 4th at New York's Sidewalk Cafe and every Tuesday in January at Galapagos in Brooklyn. You can also pick up their self-titled CD, Trachtenberg oh, Family CD. Slideshow Players, Volume 1. Please welcome the Trachtenberg Family Slideshow Players. This is a great idea. Oh, look at this family. Hello. Tonight's song is called Look at Me. It's based on the lives of two retired military nurses from Seattle who are named Jean and Cappy. The song tells their story as they grow old together throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s and do Seattle kind of things such as go to the Festival of Gas. Okay. This feels like... He looks like a Fred Armisen. I literally character. would say this looks like Fred Armisen. <laughs> this is a Fred Armisen yeah, sketch. This is a Portlandia sketch. Yeah. No, this is real. Wow. <laughs> They're all adorable. Yeah. It goes something like this. I guarantee one, you Fred Armisen one, moves. Look at me. Here we are in the parking oh, lot. <laughs> the music is terrible. The idea is great. <laughs> Love this idea. Like, I would see this with the music. Woof. A lot. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Oh, look at us. Oh, 
She's got to be 30 by now, you know? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah I used to be really psyched when they did Conan, man. so weird and so Paul. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we said no grunge. This is what you get. I mean, that, we'll wait till you, you hear. Get Casper we'll... baby pants, the Trachtenberg family slideshow players, and talk and, and Put them on the glass, 80s <laughs> hard. <laughs> and then this group who you're just like, how, is, how are they from Seattle? Yeah, this I don't know at all. Oof. It's oh, is it not good? It's real cheesy's eighty. This is definitively you're walking through Target and there's music playing and it's this song and you're like, oh, it's like it's just some it's some eighties yeah, thing. Okay, music, great. Yeah. But you will hear this at every Target. Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> boy meets girl waiting for a star to fall. Is this uh, you are a boy meets girl fan or you were trying to find bands from Seattle? You were like, oh, I remember them. I always knew this song because yeah. it was a huge hit in 1988. Mm-hmm. And now I was just like, this song kind of sucks, but it's everywhere. And, I wonder if I know it. And then I was like, 
How are they from Seattle? <laughs> they have a very kind of interesting history, which we'll get into. Yeah. But this song if is... If it's 1988, then like in Seattle, grunge is going on. Yes. Right? Like Nirvana is forming. Yeah. Mud yeah. Honey is together. Yes. The, you know, it's... It... And then there's this, which you can be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is real like VH1 boring. Ooh, dude, right away, just... Black and white, sepia. Okay. Just the notes, those keyboard yeah. notes. Yeah. It's, it's it shot in sepia and it's just a big, uh, there's a bubble outside. Yeah. You know, when you make big bubbles, soap bubble. a soap bubble. Yeah. Against some trees and a little synthy doo doo doo. I'm like, are we about to watch an episode of Reading Fucking Rainbow? <laughs> like, you wish. <laughs> well, what could be better? This sounds like the ident of the production company at the beginning of the VHS that you're watching. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that does. Dude, oh. ooh, we're about to watch a movie. It's movie time. Gotta hear it again. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Oh, it's going to kick in, quote unquote. Yeah, this is- Oh, did Herb Rips make this video? <laughs> they're at the beach. They're at the beach. It's like right. pure sepia. It's sepia tone, but it is color. Sax. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So this is a this is a duo. Okay. Boy meets girl. Yeah. One boy, one girl. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hang on. Oh, this is just the most... It's so bad. 1988. Yes. Easy listening rock. This was a huge hit. Huge. This is the sound rock that inspired yeah. John Mayer. Yeah. He probably was like, yeah, this is faction. Like, yeah. Jeremy's girl. Yeah. But was there a one hit wonder? Yes, but they're songwriting duo. So they're a husband and wife. Yeah. Well, here's the hook. Sure. Yeah. But like, you're like, you're walking through Target, you're like, ah, I need you over here. Oh shit, should I get some cookie towels? <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, like, this, who are these people? I've heard this, but this is yeah. Rite Aid music. It's Rite Aid music. So, they're actually a pretty successful writing group. They wrote, uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see it. They also wrote, How Will I Know? Yeah. Yeah. They write the, the only Whitney song I like. Yes. And they, so I don't actually... This just supports the fact that I don't like Whitney Houston. I'm a Boy Meets Girlfriend. Boy Meets Girlfriend. The thing is, I don't hate this. It's cheesy as fuck. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. here, but I can't... You're like, it's not bad. It is a good version of this. Yes. They know how to create this music. Yeah. And they wrote this, and they gave it to Whitney, and Whitney was like... No, yeah. they don't want to do it. Then they gave it to Belinda Carlisle, who was like, I'll do it. And yeah. she did it, but they didn't make the cut on her album. So Boy Meets Girl was like, they wouldn't even Boy Meets Girl. They're like, let's just do it ourselves and call ourselves Boy Meets Girl. And they did. This is the only song of theirs I know. Yeah. I've never heard of anything else. Like I mean, I definitely, I know this song. Yeah. Once, once the hook kicked in, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. You I've, want- I've heard this at the drugstore. Every time I've been to the drugstore. Yeah. It's always on in the drugstore. <laughs> and there's so, like, there's nothing to them. Yeah. As performers. They're not, and as puppets, like, they're not ugly. They're not 
pop star gorgeous. No. They're just regulars. They're real regulars. They're real so normal. it makes total sense to me that so they were celebrating. Too. Yeah, exactly. It just happened to me. Happened to like, they're like, okay, we, we record the dinner songs. Sax solo. Great. Yeah. Of course they were doing that. Of course. They knew that they needed to put it in the But yeah, this video is also so like... What? It's boring. They're doing nothing. Yeah, they're playing piano. They're at the beach. It's just shots of them. It's just shots of them being cute. Do we know if they're still together? I think they are still together. Still According to Wikipedia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just live them off. I want to dance or something. Were you in high school or college? High school. Very late high school. Like senior year. Yeah. Senior year. And this was just on and it's like, yeah. It's, sure. it's lighter than air. There's yeah. no substance here. But yeah. you don't always want substance. It was one of those things where you're, it was on the radio and you're like, I'm too lazy to change. Yeah. It's not It's not so bad that I need to change. I mean, it's it's the B-Squad behind yes. like... Yes. How Will I Know or yeah. Hold On by Wilson Phillips or yeah. songs like that. Yeah. But the JV team. And I'm past, I'm beyond uh, being a younger man who is concerned about people thinking that what I like is cool. Yes. When I would have like, like if I were driving somewhere and this were on the radio, I wouldn't turn it off. But if someone else were in the car, I would be like, what is this shit? This is stupid. Click. Let's get to Sabbath. But now I'd be like, I hope you like Boy Meets Girl. Because <laughs> we're listening to it. Because, yeah, and it's on my Spotify, and I'm probably going to play it three <laughs> times in a row. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out of my car. Start walking, motherfucker. <laughs> now, I'm not going to put it on a playlist, but I'm not changing the channel if it comes on. But yeah. you're going to look out for it every time you're going to write it. I guarantee you I'm going to wake up tomorrow with it stuck in my head. Yeah. I'm going to be brushing my teeth tomorrow going, we're Yep. And I'm not going to hate it. No. I'm, it's not going to drive me crazy. I'm no. going to be kind of like, I'm going to be into it. <laughs> <laughs> boy meeting, you're a new Boy Meets Girl fan. And they're from Seattle. And they're from Seattle. Like yeah. you, you said it and I didn't even realize like, oh yeah, like grunge was forming. Yes. It was happening and yeah. then they have this. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> they're there. They're there. But they've already sold hits to Whitney and shit. Yeah, so they're yeah. doing fine. Uh, okay, so of course, iconically, Jimi Hendrix is from Seattle. Yes, that's another one. I was like, Paul's going to do that. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix is one of the most important uh, musical artists in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I as you know, in the, in the early 90s, I was into like top 40 yep. R&B and pop radio. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to be a cool guy and start listening to alternative Music, but I just listened to alternative radio, and there was mm-hmm. a lot of post grunge garbage on yeah. there. And then when I was in high school, I swiped a cassette dub my brother had made of the Jimi Hendrix Experience's first album, mm-hmm. and it like you know blew the back of my head off. And then I just listened to Jimi Hendrix for two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and then from there, I got into the Doors, and then that's why in high school I switched to like classic rock radio. Yeah. And listen to all the shit my dad liked. But it started with Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate Jimi Hendrix. I, like, I get it. Yeah. You know, it's not my type of music because I don't like the classic guitar sound. I... But I but I, I get it. Yeah, I don't like Jimi Hendrix as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I don't really like blues rock. Yes, that's And so it. especially, like, I still love his first album, you know, Purple Haze and Foxy Lady and all yeah. that shit. Um. But a lot of the later stuff, 
I tried to like more than I actually liked mm-hmm. it. And I don't listen to Jimi Hendrix a ton now. Yeah. But the first album is is all killer, no filler. Is there enough to listen to? Yeah. I mean, he died three, so young. Yeah, they did three albums. Plus he put out like... Uh, uh, he put out an album not with the Jimi Hendrix experience, but with a different band. Oh, okay. And then like his estate still releases like an album a year. They're just pumping shit out. Okay. But even while he was alive, there's like four or five albums. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. Yeah, so yeah, there's, there's enough to listen yeah. to. Uh, I picked a song that I think you'll like. Yay! Because it's it's not quite a ballad, but it's slow. It's a mm. little bit more of like a soul song. And I've never seen this performance from European TV before, but mm. I found it. And it's a great, clean-looking video of it. Oh, good. Do you know the song, The Wind Cries Mary? I do know the name, so I might know okay. the song. I was like, this is the, this is the song... Uh, on the first album that Kirk probably would like the best. Was Foxy Lady on the first album? Yeah. I like Foxy Lady. Okay. I don't I don't care for Purple Haze. I don't care for later, I guess, All Along the Wash. What was That's that? on their third album. Don't right? like that. But also Bob Dylan sucks, of course you know. Of course, because Bob Dylan sucks. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, Foxy Lady is a fucking great song. Sure, yeah. yeah. This is not a rocker, though. Yeah. This, this is, is a, sort of, this is a chill out song. I think I do know this. And the other thing about Jimmy is, you know, he's the best guitar player in the world ever. We all know yeah. that, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't get enough credit for his voice. He's he got a great, yeah. rich voice. He doesn't have like a tremendous range. Yeah. But he's just got a real, like, rich, textured voice that I love. And the other thing that he doesn't really do it in this performance, but the thing I love about Jimmy Hendrix is he always laughs in his songs. He's always like, oh, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Like almost a nervous tick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's Hendrix. But anyway, this is them doing The Wind Cries Mary in 1960. I'm sure I know this. Brand new. Oh, look at that. That is really a clean <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know this song. Yeah. I don't hate this song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this song normally six minutes and does that bother you? No, but this video is, they're also going to do perfect. Oh, 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 yeah, I like, this is pretty good. Yeah. I like, um, I like how the drummer drums like. Dude, Mitch Mitchell is one of the best drummers of all time. Oh my god, his name is Mitch Mitchell? That's fucking great. That's great, but like he, he's all like out here. Yeah, and like, he's great. He was a jazz drummer. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I know. Noel Redding is a competent bassist. He was actually a guitar player. They were like, well, you're in Jimi Hendrix's band, so you're going to play the bass. So play bass or get the fuck out. Yeah. And so he always sort of kind of resented it. But he's not like a bad yeah. bassist. They're all dead now. I was about to say, I wonder if they went on to do anything Well, he kept bitching his band, but no, I think he and Noel didn't get along super well. I mean, you know, like you said, it was only three years, three and a half years yeah. total. Yeah. But you can get the vibe that, like, you get the vibe that the, the drummer, like, knew his shit. Yeah. I love the solo. I like the solo, too, because it's muted. Right. Like, you know what I fucking never liked is his goddamn Star Spangled Banner. Oh, that thing, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that shit, but this is a good guitar solo. Right? Yeah. Quick to the point. Yep. You're not like going, you know, to outer space. Yeah. It flows. It's beginning, middle, and end. Of the oh, he's drumming so much. Cool. 
traffic lights say This is a really great tomorrow. video. Oh, yeah. Although I'm like, there's like, the they put like 10 people in the studio the sitting on the floor. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, it's a lot out of them. Put it on the record The good guys. If you hadn't done that, I wouldn't have had that poster in my room. That's very true. Now, this is going to sound like a no-dumb, but I'm not Jimmy uh, knowledgeable that much. He played upside down? Yeah, he's left-handed, like Paul McCartney. And so they're just, and he's just like, well, fuck it, I'll play upside down. Yeah. Okay. Nowadays, nowadays, they, no nowadays they make left hand. That's what I was wondering. Okay. Do we think that added to his sound, or is it like, no, it just, he just played it? I don't know. He just learned, he just uh, was left handed, and I don't know if he strung it backwards. He must have strung it backwards. Yeah, I was thinking and, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I don't think it matters, really. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really. I'm just fascinated by anyone who can do anything left handed, because my, you could cut my arm off, my life wouldn't be that much different. I am mean, left handed and my right hand is useless. Yeah, really. It's just, I can't do anything with my right hand. Yeah. Uh, oh. This, okay, so this next one is the one where I was like, Kirk, you fucking tricked me. You said, let's do a Seattle episode, <laughs> and it was because you know, or you knew, that I didn't know that Kenny G is from Seattle. I thought you were going to say, you put Kenny G on him. We specifically said no grunge. <laughs> so what are you doing? Uh, I forgot that he was from Seattle. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, fuck yeah, I'm putting him on. <laughs> but it's also like, why are you so surprised that Boy Meets Girl is from Seattle? So is Kenny fucking G. Because, because I think he actually is more invested in Seattle. Oh, okay. He is like... He's like, he's a Seattle guy. He's a Seattle guy. He yeah. actually uh, was an early investor in Starbucks. Like, way early you on. You told me that yeah. before. But I didn't know it was because he's from Seattle. Yeah, no, he's from he Seattle. And, like, he's been on, like, uh, other podcasts, like sports podcasts and stuff. And they're like, hey, you know a lot of people with money. You have a lot of money. Why don't you buy a team and bring it to Seattle for basketball? Because they the Seattle SuperSonics left like 10, 15 years ago. They yeah. haven't had a team yet because they're looking for buyers. And they're always like, Kenny G, you're a billionaire. <laughs> Buy a team for Seattle. If you had asked me, where's Kenny G from? Right. I would have said Connecticut. Yeah. We said Connecticut. Or yeah. maybe, if not that, like Minnesota? Yeah. Maybe like... Sausalito or something right, like yeah. that. Orlando. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but he's from fucking Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Do I think that makes him uh, more street credible? No. Well. But I also don't fucking have a problem with Kenny G. Great segue because this yeah. is this is him being street. Oh, so this is like his wham rap? This is his... Is this funkier than Against Doctor's Orders? This is a little funkier. Yeah. This is the this is early G. 
So this is like, yeah. the, I've said it before, this is like the uncut, not stepped on G. Where he... <laughs> pure Kenny G. Pure Kenny G. Yeah. This is where, so this is like 83, where he wasn't so... He wasn't song, so song soft. Yeah. He wasn't song birdie. He Do you wasn't think he doing wishes it. that he could be funkier again? No, I don't no. think he cares. I think he just cares about making money. About making money. And I think yeah. he cares about the craft, the, the craft and the technical yeah. aspect. Yeah. Where what he does here is like, it's not that hard for him. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's he cares pop, more it's about it. It's pop music and it's that's not hard. And that's what's weird, dude. This is a pop song with singing in it. He doesn't sing. What's it called? It's called, Hi, How You Doing? <laughs> It has singing though. It has singing in it, yeah. not him. There's barely any sax in this. <laughs> it's really weird. Okay, who sings? Uh, just uh, the well in the Studio video, guy. it's three guys, yeah. but in the the original, it's uh, the guy who wrote the song for Kenny G. Okay, and this hi, is hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? By Kenny G. I fucking love this song. I like that they have the vocative comma and the question mark in it. I hate when songs song titles. Aren't punctuated where they should be. They should be. Yes, 100%. Except for... No, no, it's different. Look, short hair. Ooh. Short hair G. Crazy. You've never seen it that short. <laughs> He's like a bit... This is only his second album. Hi. How you doing? Ooh. Hey. So he said hi to three friends. They all work in a restaurant. Hi. This is a wacky video. Again. Of course How it's a wacky Yeah, right in my pocket. So yeah, he's a musician, but he works at a restaurant. What does he do? He's kind of a cook, he's kind of a busboy, and he's a waiter. Gotcha. Oh, I would never guess that this is a Kenny G record. This is the first cut yeah. off of his 1980 album called G-Force. G-Force. Which is a great album. The album years old. Exactly. This whole album sounds like this, yeah. but there's not this is the only one that really has song uh, singing in it. The whole album is this vibe. Do you like this? Fucking love it. This is the G for, this is the G man for me. This is what I like. Because <laughs> it's just slightly funky. Yeah. And he's in love. So like, is this the theme song from a sitcom? Yeah, could exactly. Be. Could be. Is it on Moonlighting? Maybe. It's from it's from this uh, no. hit show. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> about a guy who works in a restaurant yeah. who's just who's the saxophone player but can't catch a break that's literally what this is it's like he and the three other dudes are like they're all artists of one type or another yeah. and they're but, but this is their day job they work in a restaurant yeah and they have a he's, he's in love with this way, uh, customer who keeps coming in but it's a different one every episode yeah. and in this scene he got her three drinks took three drinks and took her first by accident and like, then Uncle Phil is wack- like gotcha the wacky mean boss who says get to work that's not James Avery it's just and then so now he's he's cutting food but you're like oh so you're the cook and the waiter yeah this is this is already 95% of a sitcom <laughs> it is it really is it looks like it I would watch the shit out of it I fucking love this this is the opening credits man Love no, this. I like this. Yeah, I like this. And now they're just because you have to. It's '83. Here's some breakdancing. Ooh. Can but, I say something? Kenny's not dancing. They, got, not some, dancing. they got some breakers. Yes. Yeah. There's been no sex. <laughs> yeah. Except right now. There you go. There you go. That's okay. like three yeah. minutes in, and there's sex. Now, he 
was singing along with the hook. Uh, you know, they were pointing at the camera yes. and going, ah. Does he actually sing on the track? No. Yeah. no. So it's just a, it's a guy who wrote it. And then I don't know if you can see, this guy with the mullet and the tuxedo is my hero. He's just all over the place. The dance dancing. Where's that guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like the extra who's doing way too he's much. He's like, I'm gonna be famous. Yeah. yeah. So Kenny got everyone in the restaurant to dance. That's the same fat dude from the Against Dr. Zorgia video. No, yes it is. Is it? Yes. That is the dude who has the little funky oh, inner tube. Yes. And he plays air guitar while they walk around. He must be like Kenny's friend. He's only like four years later, so yeah. And then, see, the restaurant owner's like, Hey, wait, why did you guys leave the restaurant? They're fired. Both videos end with, like, all the characters from the video group up and sort of, like, <laughs> yeah. walk out of the building together. Yeah. There's a th- he, uh, The G-Man has a theme yeah. for his yeah. videos. Uh... I'm genuinely disappointed that that's not a sitcom. <laughs> I know. I can't it believe we be, just came up with be, this. If it was, we would be saying that's an all-time top 10 sitcom theme song. Yep. And I want to watch the show where Kenny G is a trying to make it as a saxophone player and working in Seattle as a dishwasher. As a dishwasher. In a restaurant. With three buddies who yeah. are wacky and trying to be singers. And they're singers. And, yeah. yeah. And he's trying to find love at the same time. Right. And, Lives with his parents. That would be a great fucking show. <laughs> if if this were a theme song to a TV show, we would have played it years ago in our t- TV theme yes. song episode. Yeah, right, right, uh, right before the Night Court. Yes, and we've been there. like, oh, this is great. This would have been on NBC's on Thursday night. This is must see TV. This is like right after Night Court, yeah. <laughs> and it would have been like seven seasons. Uh, hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? Sorry, Kenny. What's the G stand for again? Oh God, it's like I got Galopnik or something. Yeah, like that. it's. Yeah. Uh, now I have to look it up because we can't. <laughs> got to bring respect to the G-Man's name. <laughs> and again, Literally. Seattle. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? Might end up on my place. Oh, shit. It's such a good song. It's a tight three minutes and 49 seconds. Uh, I just looked up. Kenny G has made more money from early Starbucks than his music. Yeah. Hey, there you go. That's insane. What is his Kenny G name? Gorlick? Yeah, that's right. Kenneth Bruce Gorlick. Gorlick. Yeah. But I don't know it's Kenny G. Well, to wrap things up, let's let's do another Taco Cat. Oh, fuck yeah. This is uh, one of their KEXP live in studio performances. And the song is called I Love Seattle. <laughs> oh, that's a great so way to I end So I thought this. this would be a good capper yes. to the episode and we could see them do it live. Love that. And I just love Taco Cat, one of my favorite bands of the last 12 years. I, I think they're cool. Yeah, they're great. They're great. And I would love to see them again, even though I don't like live music. Oh, God, they are so silly. Oh, I like this better. Yeah, Crimson yeah, Wave isn't my favorite song. I thought it was a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's a little too surfy for me. This yeah. isn't as surfy. It's more like pop punk for me. Uh, I Well, more of uh, the same like, like different color there. Yeah. Which I love. So that 
video was from when? 2015. Okay. And they're still, this is 20, so they're still, as far as we know, still three or four albums. I love the song. Send you some other taco so- taco cat songs that you might like. I like that. Uh, I love Seattle. That was a good song. Yeah, yeah. That was really great. Yeah, they're a lot of fun, and uh, that had to be the that had to be the close. No, that was a good that was a good close. Yeah, yeah the thanks, close thanks for pitching Seattle. this idea because I don't think I ever would have come up with it, but it was really fun. Yeah, because I, yeah. I was like, I knew we were going to do a grunge run eventually. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna Just happen. Play the single soundtrack. Yeah, you know, single soundtrack. Screaming trees. Yeah, Pearl Jam. Soundgarden. And then yeah. all the... That's the other thing that I remember reading once. Like, once that Seattle song came big, there's people that moved to Seattle. Yeah. And we're like, I'm from Seattle. And they're like, you get a record deal. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I almost put Nirvana on here because I'm one of those snobs who's like, I don't think Nirvana is technically grunge. Oh, okay. They're just... But grunge. they are. <laughs> they are grunge. I get what you're saying, but yeah. he, it's it's I can't make that leap. They're they're fucking grunge. Yeah, I I, do, I wasn't gonna make that. Yeah, leap. there's an argument to be made. Yeah, but I wasn't gonna use this episode to make that. Yeah, argument. that makes sense. But that was a lot of fun. Yeah, but it's the end of the episode. Did it? Yeah. Uh, Music Raygun is hosted and produced by me, Paul Champanelli, and me, Kirk Pinchon. We'll keep doing the outro. Fuck yeah, we will. Until next time. See ya. See ya.